Hi, this is Kayla Calabrese, and you're listening to the Nashville Rocks podcast. Nashville. You're listening to the Nashville Rocks podcast. Your source for independent music in Nashville and the Mid-South. Nashville. Now, your host, Jason Coleman. Hey, Nashville Rockers, I am Jason Coleman, your host for, I can't believe this is the 11th episode of the Nashville Rocks podcast. You are in for a treat today. I've got a great female singer-songwriter in the green chair tonight. But before we get started, if you want to know more about the artists on the podcast and other independents as well, I've got some major artist news on the site, artist resources, band profiles, and more. Make sure to hit the website at NashvilleRocks.com. The Nashville Rocks podcast is for independent musicians, bands, songwriters, artists, and music business types of all kinds. I interview artists so you can hear what makes the music business tick, and hopefully that will help you with your career. It's also intended as an entertainment show. We'll have great guests with great music. So if you're an independent music fan, this show is for you. As always, if you ever miss anything, you can always catch up or get more information at NashvilleRocks.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your download. I think we're up to like 1,900 downloads at this point, and let's make that jump off. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, if you would be so kind as to head over to iTunes and leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, the reviews help the show come up better in the search in iTunes and helps with our ranking. If you leave a review, send me an email or something to let me know so I can make sure to thank you. Just head over to iTunes, click on Podcasts, and search for Nashville Rocks. Thanks once again for the download. My guest this week on the Nashville Rocks podcast is Kayla Calabrese. She grew up in New Jersey and moved to Nashville in 2011 for music and went to Belmont for nursing when she got there. So she got the opportunity, believe it or not, to work with Kent Wells. And the beginning, as they say now, is history. <laughs> she cut her first EP, self-titled Kayla Calabrese, and has now cut a second EP to be released soon. We've got three tracks to share tonight, so please welcome to the Nashville Rocks podcast, Kayla Calabrese. Hi, how you doing? I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we can make it work out. <laughs> Me too. And this, I think this is the first time I've got an audience in the Nashville Rocks studios as well. Perfect. We do have an audience. <laughs> That's right. So she's going to keep us honest, right? We're no cussing. No. <laughs> <laughs> she just pointed at me because it does happen. It but does happen. I, I have the same problem. I won't problem. do it today. I'm ex-military, <laughs> so I cuss when the kids aren't around. Perfect. I'm from Jersey and I'm Italian, so it oh, just happens. Oh, yes, yes. Well, let's let's dive straight into that. Perfect. Italian country music. Yes. How did that happen? I, uh, did you just fall into... <laughs> I, am, I am an Italian country singer from New Jersey. Um, that's what makes me unique. I grew up wanting to sing, but I was too scared to tell anybody. So um, my mom took me to see Wicked on Broadway oh, when I was 17. Nice. And I, from the moment the show started, I was like, I'm, that's, I need to tell her. Oh, yeah, I, need to, awesome. I need to make this dream a reality. And I asked her for voice lessons. And once I started singing, I wanted to play guitar. Then I started writing. So country music is just kind of where, you know, my heart, my heart ended up. Right. Yeah. Why did your heart end up there? My dad listened to it growing up all the time. You and you were trapped in the car with country music. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can totally resemble that remark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. My next door neighbor, we, he and I were really tight. 
And uh, we were constantly, you know, he would invite me to go places. I would invite him to go places. And his dad was big into like Elvis and a lot of the old country stuff. Yes. And we'd go, they loved to go looking for houses they couldn't afford. It was, it was a thing that, that they loved to do as a family. That's awesome. And we'd be trapped in the car for hours <laughs> yeah. listening in the country. And as a kid, you're like, what is going on? Exactly. This? And that's what I thought too. But, but I, I love it. So that's great. That's great. So, you picked up the acoustic guitar? I picked up okay. the acoustic guitar. Um, the first instrument I ever learned to play was the drums. Okay. Uh, yeah, I taught myself on metal game tins in my bedroom, and one day I went to my dad and said, I want a drum set. And he's like, you don't know how to play. I, said, I don't I need promise. more noise in, in my house. Yeah, he goes, you don't know how to play the drums. That's I said, right. I promise I do. I've been practicing. <laughs> on my metal. <laughs> on my metal game tins. Yes. And he got me a drum set, and I knew how to play. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it was awesome. And then I. But and it's then hard to I, write with drums. It is, it is. But once I started singing and playing the guitar, I started to write, and I haven't stopped. Do since. you at this point? Do you play drums and sing? No, but that'd be awesome. I've seen people do it. That obviously. would be great. I mean, Phil Collins isn't a multi-award-winning artist for no reason, <laughs> this right? This is true. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see that. Like you're out there playing your show, and you're like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna go sit down you're behind the drums for a minute. Quick. That's actually a good idea. That would be sweet. Yeah. Multi-instrumentalist. Yes. That's one of those words you have to practice over and over again. It is. You can't say it five times fast. That's right. So what's your what's your brand of guitar? What do you like? Taylor. Like she was going to say anything else. Yeah. But I really do. Is it a Nashville standard? No. No. But um, the first guitar I ever got was an Alvarez. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, um, and then I got a Taylor. A little bit more affordable, too. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I got a Taylor. But I really want a Gibson Hummingbird. Oh yeah, and I really want an old vintage Martin at one point in my life. So sure. I want, I like, like my musical taste. I want an eclectic like brand of guitar as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. They all sound different, and depending on what you want to write or what you want to sing. Now, are you are you co-writing a lot? Um, I co-write whenever I can. Yes. And you've obviously worked with Kent. Has he helped you with your songwriting? Or absolutely, yeah. Now let's back up a little bit because we talked a little bit before the interview, and you told me a little bit about that. But let's. Mm -hmm. Let's tell the whole world <laughs> how you got in touch with Kent because, okay, like you say, I, I'm not even going to mess it up. Tell me that story one more time. Okay. <laughs> um, someone told me once that I should check him out, that he does really great work, and he, he likes to work with independent artists. So I Googled him and found his number and called him and asked if he wanted to work with me. So awesome. um, and his assistant, Christine, said, well, you know, that's not how it really works. Um, send me some stuff and I'll get back to you. And 20, 20, 25 minutes later, she called me back and we set up a meeting and the rest is history. As you said in the beginning, that's right. <laughs> Folks, it doesn't work like that. Not usually. It's, no. it's called unsolicited material <laughs> and they, I'm surprised she didn't just hang up on you. Honestly. I am too, but I think she was probably so taken back by it, you know, because it you, probably doesn't you, was happen. Was it the every house day. or was it like his studio? It was his studio. Okay. Yeah, it was his studio. That's great, though. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those where it like slips through the cracks, you know, because yeah. everybody else unsolicited material and they throw it into a stack that's a mile high right. of stuff they're not listening to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And you got listened to like. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> So, folks, every time they tell you there's a rule, guess what? There's not. Rules are made to be broken. Yes. So that's what, you know, that's why I hear so many artists say they try every dadgum thing they can do to get noticed. I mean, you've got to be a self-marketer. Mm -hmm. If you weren't 
quote unquote self marketing that night, that wouldn't happen. Exactly. And there's so many great artists in Nashville. There's so many, you know, awesome musicians out there playing for tips in Nashville, which still breaks my heart. Yeah. The, um, the talent in this, in this town is insane. And so many people can slip through and not get noticed and yeah. they can be absolutely phenomenal. Yep. But for one reason or another, they didn't get picked up by the right person mm-hmm. and they kind of fade away. Absolutely. It's so sad. Oh, absolutely. Sadness on the Nashville Rocks podcast, <laughs> folks. So, you're, so you wrote with Kent on the first EP. Yes, I wrote with Kent, and he set me up with other writing sessions. Okay, and I okay so you did write with other writers yes. and whatnot. Okay, yes. rock on. So do you prefer co-writing? I prefer co-writing, okay. just because... Um, something to bounce your ideas off of? or Yeah, yeah, something someone... Because I don't, I don't have the same experiences as you. So I feel like getting in a room with someone that you don't know... You know, well, right. you can kind of throw whatever idea you or the other writer has back and forth and um, both experiences together on the same topic are never the same. So I right. feel like you get a really cool. It's, it's just better. I love it's almost like you can whittle than, it down to a more genuine kind yes, of experience exa- that more people can relate to. Right. So, yeah, that's great. But but have you written some stuff by yourself? Yes, okay. I have. I have now. You did a lot of co-writing on the first EP. Mm-hmm. You've just done another one, which I is have. sweet. And we have samples tonight. We do. Um, how much of that is co-writing? Is I it? actually only one song on there is. You've got one song mm-hmm. that's co-written by me and and other people, but okay. and um, everything else the, is all you. No, everything else is other songs that I got. Okay. I got okay. the privilege of getting pitched to me, which was. Oh, they were a, pitching to you. Yes, it was an awesome Bang. experience to to go into like a pitch meeting. I had never so been sweet. in one before, and well, um, Nashville's full of writers. Why not? Exactly, and and the, all some you have of the to do is amazing. orchestrate that meeting, and and that would happen. Exactly, if you can <laughs> sing. And you have a connection, bang. Yes. I mean, it would be nice if it were that easy. It would be. <laughs> bang doesn't mean it's easy. That's just what I've been saying lately. Right, yeah. but it was it was really cool, and I'm I'm so grateful that I got to. Have and I that bet experience. they feel the same way. The writers, you know, they're pitching to somebody who can sing rather than otherwise. You know, <laughs> I mean, you. it's uh, you got to be honest. There's a lot of people out there who are getting into offices and getting meetings that have been enabled their whole lives. They can't sing, but somehow they got that meeting and you're like, what's going on here? Is yeah. it, am I living in bizarro world? Right place, right time, I yeah. would say. Goodness gracious. <laughs> and and it, it's out there. And I know of, of several folks who play regularly out and you'd go to watch them and you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, this is really, <laughs> this is really bad. Luckily, I haven't but experienced that yet. But they work like crazy. Yeah, They're exactly. And you can be a worker and get a lot of work and you can be an awesome writer and you can fall through the cracks. That's it. That's Nashville folks. There's just so many people here trying to do the same thing. It is. I think that's it what it boils it's, down to. It's but, a big, big pond. But it's awesome to be in that pond. Absolutely. Being, it's awesome to be in a, being a small fish in that big pond. Right. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about our first song tonight, which is kiss me. Yeah. I can't imagine what that song is. about. <laughs> hmm. Um, I wonder. But let's let's take a listen to it and then we'll talk about it. But um, do you want to talk about who you wrote it with? Sure, I wrote that. I wrote "Kiss Me" with a woman named Tammy Heinish, and it was the first time I ever met her. And we we just kind of it was her initial idea that she had. She's like, I want to write a song about this, and we both felt the same way about the topic, so we got "Kiss Me" out of it. <laughs> Thank you. 
footsteps Just me and you And I'm just waiting for you Kayla Calabrese, and that was Kiss Me. So what were you thinking about when you wrote that song? Me and, Tam- <laughs> Me and Tammy Heinish, um, we were just talking about um, like how it feels like for girls. I don't know. I mean, you're a guy, so no, go for you're it. not going to completely get it. But after like the first, second, third, whatever date you think it's appropriate to have your first kiss, like the girls just want the guys to do it. You know what I mean? They just want and you to. And they are scared to death. And they death are scared to, to death. And it's probably because they don't think, like, they think we're going to think they're too forward. But that's, and that's kind of what we. That is actually a good guy. Right. That's a good guy. That's a good guy. Because the ones who who don't think that way right. are the bad guys. Right. So, yeah. so, but we just, you know, that was, that was just kind of the, the basis of it. It was supposed to be like a funny. I'm ready. A funny bring it on. Thing. Kind yeah. Of deal. yeah. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> but we got so Kiss great. Me out of it. Yeah, so great, great, though. I love that song. Thank I you. I think my wife will really dig it, too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, and I have to say, you know, we were kind of talking while I was listening to the song. It does sound a lot like Sarah Evans and yes. Martina McBride a little bit. Yes. I mean... That's not, those aren't bad folks to be associated with. Definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. They're some of my favorites. So that's an honor, really. So would you consider that like a country ballad or um, what would you consider that? I don't, I would consider it like a mid-tempo ballad. Like okay. I don't feel like it's a, like a, like a ballad ballad, but yeah. uh, a more upbeat kind of. Okay. I got you. Ballad. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, uh, how about we, we've gone through songwriting. Let's talk a little bit about the marketing side of things because okay. we're on the second EP now. Yes. And now you're kind of really angling. Yes. I can tell. And um, so, we're, so we're angling with the second EP. You've, mm-hmm. you've cut with, with Kent, which is a, a big deal. Yes. So you're launching out of the gate with some, some power behind you, which yes. is awesome for an independent to have that kind of, you know, um, under your wing kind mm-hmm. of treatment. Absolutely. Um, so with the angling, what, what is what is working? What is kind of like a, the strategy that's working for you as an independent to kind of launch this in a really smart way? The De- second EP yeah, anyway. Definitely having... Because the first one's just about, here I am, this is me, right. please find me. Exactly. Yeah, but exactly. this one is different. This one is very different. And um, this one is... Not that the other one wasn't super important, but this is this is just I feel like I've grown as an artist so much since then that um, and I, I've kind of made a home here and uh, just having the support of, an, of a lot more people this time with my publicist and everything like that. They're kind of guiding me in the direction of how to be smart on social media and how to be, you know, how to, how that's to a market tough thing. myself. It is. It really is kind of a tough thing. It really I, is. I kind of recently had a partnership where we were trying to help some folks on social media. Right. And the the first artist we had just would not listen to what the advice right. we were giving them. Yeah. And, and it I ended mean, up not a, working it's out. Lot, it's a lot of work to, to do it. And, and I'm so grateful that I have their help right, doing it. So, right. Yeah, it's a lot to but learn. But you're not but... posting like drunk pics and stuff like. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I sure am not. Um... <laughs> you know, yeah. people do that. People do do yeah. that. No, not me. You come home <laughs> late on a Saturday night, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get on Facebook." No, you know? that's like the last thing on my mind. I think if I go out with friends or something, right. like I don't think Facebook, right? Which is probably a good thing. Yes, right? that's a that's good a thing. great thing. It's a good thing. So absolutely, yeah. And you let the PR people take over and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so as far as like the process of releasing a single, mm-hmm. can you kind of give a little detail on how an independent may do that? Yeah, what, um, I, I think I love that I have so much say in what gets released and mm-hmm. and what gets on a project, how it's done, and and how you know even just the artwork is portrayed like I love having that input where right I don't think major artists get that much input in terms of that but um I love I'm they're like just be just sing and be a pretty face yes you're the money maker. yes and I <laughs> yeah I like being able to express myself in that way and That's great. Um, like pick even just something as simple as picking the color of a logo you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just I don't know I'm super artsy like that, so. And, but you, but you also you're releasing the single before you release the entire EP, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we released. That's. I yeah. think that's one of the big. Absolutely, because it's like a little taste of what, 
And you slowly let things Mm -hmm. come out so that you get more longevity out of them? Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. I think that's the smart way to do it anyway. Nice. Yeah. And that's something... As far as releasing things slowly, you've got a you've got a, a the pick of the litter of your mm-hmm. of your EP, and yep. you're saying this is the one piece that identifies this EP. Love yes. it, people. Yes, and then if right? people like the single, then they're gonna like the EP. So that's right, and then you can pick another single if that's exactly. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, okay, so we've gone through where you came from, how you how you got here. <laughs> yes. We got uh, working with Kent. We've got your EP. We got the first song. We've got my dog barking in the background as <laughs> usual. <laughs> you got to love that dog. Yeah. Um, so songwriting. We talked about songwriting. Mm-hmm. I love sure that. Did. And uh, you are going to be obviously doing appearances and things in support of the single. Have we yes. got like a tour coming up or what do we have going on there? Not got- yet, but we have, um, can talk about give the new single give. Okay. Um, and we're, we're kind of have a campaign, which we'll get to tonight. That. Yes. Yeah. We'll get to tonight. Um, but just, just having a campaign and things like that about giving and, um, we'll get to that, but, and that, Hey, I got to that on the last podcast. I, I've been really lucky a lot of, and I yeah. was, I was telling Tucker, a lot of the folks in the music business in Nashville are givers. Yes. So that we've got to get to that. Yes. Well, let's let's put the brakes on. Okay. Because <laughs> I know that's not the next song coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's so. it's not the next song. So <laughs> let's let's just dive into Whisper, which is our next track. And uh, why don't we talk about your process on this one, as far as how it was written, co-written, you know? And and I, I one of my go-to questions too is when you're writing. Are you starting off lyrically? Or are you starting off with a melody? It's how, different. How do you kind of... Right with writing for me, it's different every time. Um, sometimes I think of a like a melody in my head, and sometimes I have an idea lyrically. It just depends on the song, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never write a song the same way, if that makes sense. So sure. yeah, so it just depends on who I'm writing with, what their style is. Okay. I personally like to write everything out, like old school. Like mm-hmm. I have a ton of notebooks that right. like. A, old song ideas, old songs from so long ago. Nice. And um, I like to write it out. A lot of people now are on computers and things sure, like that, yeah. and they bring their computer into I've the writing iPad, session. Yeah. But I, I bring a, a like a notebook or a journal because um, I like I love to journal, so I get a lot of my ideas from there. That's so great. A lot of lyric ideas. Do, but, does does the song strike you a certain way? Like I know a lot of people, they're like, you know, I sleep and it'll hit me in the middle of the night and yeah. I've got to get up and write. I've, How do songs hit you? I've never had that happen, but I get a lot of ideas when I'm driving. It could okay. be it could be influenced from other songs that I hear. Um, just either just like a like a word or a line in a song that like I'm like that could be a whole song in itself. Right, just that yeah. line. Um, things people say to me. Like, like I went to nurse. I'm a nurse. So like there's bang. Yeah. No, so there, there's some things that people say to me, um, like right. patients say to me. And I'm just like, that's a good song. Right. You know, I, I just get ideas from everywhere. I, I can get an idea from just looking outside at something. So um, I just I, that's and then I always have them in my phone. I write I write down nice. the ideas on my phone. OK. And then um, but as far as Whisper goes. Yeah. Tell me about Whisper. Whisper. I, I did not co-write or write that song. That song was one of the songs that was pitched to me. And the minute I heard it. 
I knew that I had to record it. Did like, you get like the hairs on yes, the back of your neck? It was thing? one of those yeah. songs where I heard the first. I think it was it was the first verse and the chorus, and I was just like, "Yes!" I didn't even finish listening to the song. I'm like, "Yes, we're recording that." You're one. already dancing yeah. in the room and like not oh, dancing. Da, da, da. It's a, this is a ballad, oh, so okay. yeah, that was super heartfelt, that was me meaningful, dancing to and a ballad, I'm yes. Sorry. So, <laughs> so the minute I heard it, I said, "There are so many people that can relate to this song, nice. just in so many different ways," and and I related to it right away. So, and I this, this is song. Whisper from. Kayla Calabrese.
And we're back with Kayla Calabrese. And uh, I have to tell you, when, when she first came in the studio, I was like, um, can you tell me how to say your last name, please? Because <laughs> I was like, it, it, I know it's Italian. I know it's Italian. It is. So I've had to practice a few times, admittedly. <laughs> uh, but it's a it's a beautiful name, and it's unique. Thank you. I love yeah, that. Thank you. I love that. Are there a lot of Calabrese's in, in New York or New Jersey? Um. <clears throat> Ones in my family. I've never, I've never met another Calabrese. Really? Yeah. Wow. Really, truly, I've never. But obviously, besides my family, right? Um, Unless you go to Italy, and I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Folks over yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. I have been to Italy once. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What part? Because I have I went two. to um, Sorrento and Naples and the I've Amalfi Coast. To- Nice. Yes. You've been to two places I haven't. That's awesome. I, I, was, I was in the service, so I didn't get to gotcha. do it the fun way like you probably did. Yeah. But, um, I was in Naples. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. I, I like and the town just kind of ends right at the water. Yep, right at the water. And that's right where we pululled up. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so when we pull up, we're like right in downtown. It's yeah, perfect. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a great great place. We we toured um Mount Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. Did you get to do that? We, no. Um we drove through <clears throat> through all that like Pompeii right. and all it, that. Yeah, it's yep. kind of Yeah. We drove through that. Mountainous. Yes. Lots of switchbacks and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved the the Amalfi Coast in yeah. Sorrento oh, and it was so. awesome. That's where I spent most of my time. I got time. to go to Brindisi. I've never been there. Brindisi's on the heel of the boot. Gotcha. Uh, they have a ferry that goes back and forth from Brindisi to Greece. Okay. And it's like a, it's literally, that is their entire town is gotcha. people come in on the train, they walk through Brindisi to the ferry and go across and then go to, to Greece. Greece. That's so awesome. So their whole like economy is based on folks getting off the right, train and, and then going leaving. onto yeah, the ferry. It's crazy. That's cool. Well, that's great that you got to travel over yeah, there though. And you're great. getting ready. Probably to be doing a whole lot more traveling. Yeah, I hope I so. I see it in your future. I I've got my so. little entertainment crystal <laughs> ball right here. And I, oh, I can see in your future there's lots of touring <laughs> going on here. I hope I see, so. I see long buses with tinted windows That'd in your future. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of long buses, yes. are, you, are, you ready, are you ready for that kind of thing? I would love to do that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, if if I had the opportunity came about i would love to do that absolutely for sure that's great so you're yeah. ready you're a hard charger i love that yeah. that's great that's great i mean there there will probably be a lot of planes too and yeah going through tsa yeah that's going to be fantastic as that's well okay <laughs> i travel light so <laughs> well uh 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 we really don't talk too much about the studio ne- the process right. necessarily. i talk a lot about songwriting and the business side mm-hmm. of things but when you went, you, you've had two studio experiences yes. at this point. Yes. One with the, the big producer. With Kent Wells, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the next, the, my second single, my second EP with um, another awesome producer, Jimmy Nichols. And he works with, you know, I've Carrie heard his Underwood name a few and, times and, come and, and here. places like that. Yeah. So people like that. So um, I got to record in Starstruck. Nice. Um, for, for this new EP. And it was amazing I like bet. it was it was incredible to be able to record there but yeah i i think if i were in there they'd have somebody cleaning up behind me from all the <laughs> drool you know be drool. yeah it was great it was yeah. it was amazing yeah um, I, I love but. those big consoles and the, mm-hmm. the wood and everything yeah it's so awesome but recording is such a good good experience for so, me like, I so do it. you pr- like you know you're going into the studio in the morning Mm-hmm. Do you have a preparation process for going in the studio? Do you mm-hmm. treat your voice? I mean, are there any kind of rituals that you do before you go in the studio? A lot of tea and warming up. I warm up in the bathroom. I know that's weird, but the acoustics are great there. So um, I warm Even up in the bathroom. I can sing in the bathroom. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of warming up and tea 
um, with honey. What's your favorite tea? Oh my gosh, I'm a tea freak. Like I, I have so many different kinds of tea, but my favorite tea is called Cali tea. Gotcha. You can only order it off online. It's by um, Sunrider is the company, and I love the gotcha. peppermint tea. Uh, yeah, maybe and they'll, I, they'll they'll call me later and want to sponsor the episode. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. But uh, Cali tea, <laughs> so it's my favorite kind of tea. That's great. Um, I I drink it before I go in the studio. I really think, um, I, like I said, I'm working with a, a guy and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm helping to book him, and eventually he'll be on the show as well. Um, but I brought his last gig. I brought him some hot tea with lemon in it. Yes, because uh, I've been telling him stop drinking. Yeah, the the Jack Daniels and the Coke while you're performing. Yeah. And I and he played for three hours. Yeah, tea he had is like great. two five minute breaks. And I I, I want to say number one, he's been playing a lot and his voice is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. But the, I think the tea probably saved a three hour performance. Honestly, probably. Yeah. So that's that's what I do before I get in the studio. Th- okay, that's what you tea. do before you go yeah. in the studio. So you get in there, you've warmed up. What, what mm-hmm. are your warm up exercises? Are there specific ones? Do they have? Do they have names to them? Because I they I do had, not have names to them. I just Annie Selick have... was in here and she did a couple of demos for us. Oh no, she's a big jazz singer. <laughs> yeah, no, I just um, what I've learned over over the course of voice lessons and many many years. Do you do do re mi by any chance? I do not. Oh. No, no, a lot that would of be like my using different vowels and things <laughs> like that to kind of warm it up. But yeah, I have my own little. But do you, you don't do the ones that the the medical voice doctors are recommending and all that. You've got your own kind of. Yeah, I just have ones up. that I've been taught taught to from different voice teachers. Oh, so I you just, have? Okay. Yeah, I just take take little bits and pieces of whatever works right. for me. I've I've kind of found out a routine that works for me best. Nice. Um, more efficient. How long do you end up spending in the studio when you're cutting mm-hmm. an EP? Mm-hmm. Are you singing for long hours in yes. those scenarios? Especially, um, well, both all, both times because tracking day is when the musicians come in and they record all of the music, and that's in, that's insane experience because you you hear these songs that you've written come to life, or, or right. yeah, it's amazing, and um, and it's you, a magical wonderland. It at that is, point. it yeah. is, and those days you sing it through a couple times with the band, and then they kind of go in and fine tune. They've got to have a scratch track, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. They go in and fine tune everything, and then um, vocal days are the ones that are are kind of. Is it stressful? No, I no, You're I like, love. Being you are in, the in Disneyland, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love being in the studio, and I, I am. I have like a weird thing when I'm in the studio. I like candles. Like I love candles. To, the candles have to be in there. In and the I, vocal booth. In the vocal booth. Okay. Lit candles and then no lights. The only light that I is have. Is the soundproofing flammable? I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, you keep it. I keep it close. <laughs> so uh, uh, where I recorded the vocals and it was this big Let's see. I've got room. a lighter and a piece of soundproofing right here. No. <laughs> but you're not that close to it. <laughs> so, uh, But I recorded in this big open room and I, I, was, I, I was like, Jimmy, can I turn off all the lights? Like all, Everyone except for the, the light that lights up the... The, the lyric the, sheet. Yeah, you got to. The lyric sheet. But I, I don't like to look at it too much because then you can't really get into the emotion of the song. Yeah, so. you're cheating. Yeah. No. So <laughs> you're cheating. <laughs> I, but. W- I would have to look at lyrics <laughs> of my own song. Yeah. So they're just there just in case. And then you can kind of, I get into the mood of, whether it's, if it's a fast song, happy song, sad song, right. all the lights have to be off. And when you sing, you put every bit of energy into yes. it? Or are you a comfortable singer? You can just hit notes like. I'm, I'm comfortable in some peasy. ways, um, but I, I'm a perfectionist. So. You're like, I want to take that one again. Yeah, I'll take Will it again. Will you stop halfway through a song and be like, I messed up right there, I need to no, go back? No, I'll finish the they, song out because that's the say, best takes. Yeah. yeah, the best takes are the ones that you do straight through. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, it just depends on the song, depends on what kind of song, if you take it line by line. Um, but I don't know. The that's best, great. The best takes that I've had is when you sing them straight through. Nice. So. Well, that's true. That's the same yeah. way with voiceovers Yeah, because you can't else. get all the emotion. Absolutely. Just singing one line. Even the energy level, if it drops just mm-hmm. a tad, you can tell. You can tell. So, Absolutely. Yeah, Audio people can tell anyway. Yeah, that's my, my studio kind of that's awesome. That I do. That's awesome. So then uh, you get to pick the colors on your on your EP. You get to yep. pick the art. How yep. how how are your photo sessions? Do you like the photo sessions? I do. I do. Um, especially for this last EP, um, it was it was awesome. We got to do a lot of cool things. Yeah, you yeah. go out on a crazy location or something. It wasn't too crazy, but it was really pretty and nice. It stormed. It was like nice. down. Well, it didn't storm at first, and then it was torrential downpour, and we still. Still did some. Yeah, you still shoot, actually, yeah. because the clouds provide a wonderful light filter. Yes, <laughs> Is that what your photographer said? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not what he said. <laughs> awesome. Well, we still have another song to go through, yes. uh, which is is the big one. Yes. It's the, this the is the single. single. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting it before some radio stations. Woohoo! <laughs> um, so, folks, you're getting a treat tonight. Um, you've got a track, and we've got a lot to talk about the track, too. So uh, we actually had to put the brakes on earlier. We did. So let's, uh, let's ease out into traffic, and yeah. let's talk about Give, how, yeah. how the song came about, what it was written about. Yeah. Uh, give me the, the backstory. story here. Yeah, this was another song that I got the opportunity to have pitched to me. And, um, again, this was one of those that when I heard it, it just it spoke to me in a way. Um, I love to live my life the way this song describes living your life. Nice. Um, I feel like I love to walk around happy. I smile. I say hi to strangers. Like it's just how I how I live and how I always have been. Yeah. So um, I just I just love the whole message that this song gives. And no pun intended. No pun intended. Right. And um, yeah. And and behind the song we have this whole give campaign where um, you were just urging people to go out and give to whatever charity they're passionate about. Um, and we be are givers. Yeah, be givers. And we are working um, closely with the Ronald McDonald House because okay. I am a nurse and um, excellent. I am a nurse and a singer. So um, that is close to my heart is helping families of those that are that are sick. And, and I have I have a few close, close friends who have utilized the Ronald McDonald House and I've heard nothing but great things about them. And I'm really fortunate to be able to work with them. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. This is Give from Kayla Calabrese. I'm 
All right, and that was Give from Kayla Calabrese. And we are on the Nashville Rocks podcast. Don't forget uh, to head on over to iTunes. Give us a review. Let us know what you really think about the show. And uh, make sure to let me know. Just send me an email, info at NashvilleRocks.com. And I would love to thank you for that. Uh, Kayla, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. I'm excited for your single. I, I can't I can't wait for it to get out there Thanks. and start hitting the radio. And, yeah. uh, you know, when you when you have some tour dates and whatnot, let us know. Will and, do. Uh, any, any new news, send it my way. I sure L- will. Love, love, love to hear about <laughs> it. Um, uh, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have you back at some point. Perfect. Yeah. And if you guys want more information. Like on, where are they now? Yeah, exactly. If you want any more information on me and my music, you can check out my website, KaylaCalabrese.com. There's links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything all, all on there. So. Are you Snapchatting? I am Snapchatting. I do have a Snapchat. Have and you I gotten have a Periscope? I actually did just download Periscope. So I, I have all of them. I'm in the works of getting them all up and running. She, so. she is on the technology tip, you guys. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that is the Nashville Rocks podcast. Like I said, if you want to find out more information about Kayla, I will have her links on the show notes. You can always click there to get to her website and get to her social and whatnot and get to a place where you can buy her new stuff. Yes. So you got to do that. All right. Thanks a lot. This is the Nashville Rocks podcast, and we will see you next time. Goodbye, and God bless. Nashville Rocks.